Welcome to the Script Bits Podcast for Tuesday, September 6th, 2022. Our bit today comes from Proverbs 3, verse 31, which says, Envy thou not the oppressor, and choose none of his ways. Well, friends, it's a beautiful, sunshiny Tuesday morning in early September, and the last long weekend of the summer of 2022 is now history, lost in the annals of time. Yes, all the Labor Day celebrations are over and done with. That means it's time to look forward to and prepare for the cool weather and beautiful colors of the upcoming autumn season. And though we might not like the cool, oftentimes damp and foggy weather that comes with the fall season, we must admit that color-wise, it is probably the most beautiful of the four seasons, with its great variety of colors ranging from brown through red, yellow, and gold. Obviously, the least noticeable color is green, because that pertains to life, while the others are associated with lack of life. In human situations, though, the color green is associated with something entirely different. That's envy and jealousy, activities and attributes that are now being indiscriminately flaunted throughout our society. And the sad part is that in the good book, we have so many references, commands, and wise advice to shun that kind of ungodly behavior. But the devil and his evil minions and doings are rampant in our current world. And I believe we need some reminding, reading necessity of shunning envy, jealousy, and greed. So let's get right to it now with these ever so wise words of Cousin Saul from Proverbs chapter 3, as he speaks on the treatment of neighbors. He ends that section by saying, Envy thou not the oppressor, and choose none of his ways. For the forward or perverse person is abomination to the Lord, but his secret counsel is with the righteous. And that comes from Proverbs 3, 31 to 32. And as true believers in Almighty God, we desperately need to believe that if we are not to fall under that dark cloud of envy, jealousy, selfishness, and greed that is quickly taking over our society. And Cousin Saul amplifies his distaste for those values by sharing this most important information where he says, the curse of the Lord is in the house of the wicked, but he blessed the habitation or dwelling of the just. Surely he scorned the scorners, but he giveth grace unto the lowly or humble. The wise shall inherit glory, but shame shall be the promotion or legacy of fools. And that comes from Proverbs 3, 33 to 35. Oh, my people, do we want to endure the curse, the scorn, and shame bequeathed to the wicked and unwise? Or do we greatly desire the secret counsel, the blessing and glory of God that's granted to the wise and righteous? 
I'm sure that all of us will obviously choose the latter. However, to attain those goodies, we must stop doing wrong, stop associating with the wicked, stop doing the things the envious, jealous, and greedy do. And apparently, Cousin Saul was big on this topic because he addresses it several times in Proverbs. And listen to this one where he says, Be not thou envious against or of evil men, neither desire to be with them, for their heart studieth destruction or devises violence, and their lips talk of mischief or trouble. And that comes from Proverbs 24, 1. The unfortunate part of it all is that from the very beginning of time, we've been hearing about the ills of jealousy, envy, and covetousness. To show how important it was to keep those things out of our lives, the Lord even made it one of the Ten Commandments. And for those of us who don't know it, here it is, the Tenth Commandment in black and white. It says, Thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's house, thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's wife, nor his man's servant, nor his maid servant, nor his ox, nor his ass, nor anything that is thy neighbor's. And you could read that in Exodus 20, verse 17. Yes, friends, that's it in spades. It's not wrong to warn some of the things our neighbors might have, but when it gets to the point where it affects our godliness, then that's where the problems begin. And Brother David also made it very clear that those unwise, ungodly emotions will be the death of us in Psalm 37, subtitled This True State of the Wicked, when he declares, you believe I declared, I spell declares wrong there. However, the psalm begins, Fret not thyself because of evildoers, neither be thou envious against the workers of iniquity, for they shall soon be cut down like grass and withers the green herb. And that's Psalm 37, 1 to 2. Now, we couldn't desire a stronger warning from a man who knew all those things personally like his coveting of Bathsheba, Uriah's wife, and the murderous actions it led him to. Meanwhile, the Apostle James, Jesus' brother, had this to say when commenting on true and false wisdom. He said, But if ye have bitter envying and strife, that selfishness in your hearts, glory not, do not boast, and lie not against the truth. For this wisdom descendeth not from above, but is earthly, sensual, devilish, or demonic. For where envy and strife is, self-seeking exists, there is confusion in every evil work. And that comes from James 3, 14 to 16. And there is no dispute in that, my friends. Wherever you have negative things like envy, selfishness, jealous jealousy and pride, there is always confusion with anger, hatred, and violence a natural consequence. Then Peter offered these words of wisdom on the matter. Wherefore, laying aside all malice and guile and hypocrisies and envies 
and all evil speakings? As newborn babes desire the sincere or pure milk of the word that ye may grow thereby. And that comes from 1 Peter 2, 1 to 2. Now, doesn't that just warm the cockles of our hearts? It certainly does. The best way to avoid the workers of iniquity and their evil doings is by having the pure word of God richly and steadfastly entrenched in our hearts, souls, bodies, and minds. And these words of Psalm 1, subtitled, Blessed are the Righteous, I believe they are the most fitting to end this discourse. Yes, it says, Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly or wicked, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law that he meditate or ponder day and night, and he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers or channels of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. And that's taken from Psalm 1, 1 to 3. And all of God's people declared, sure, you believe I spelled declared wrong again? Yes, but all God's people declared a loud and grateful, Amen. Yes, friends, that's what we can look forward to when we stay away from the evil and wicked, the envious and jealous ways of the ungodly. Now, for those of us who are attempting to live in a godly manner, let's go home declaring, all right, yes, we spell declaring right there now. So I guess one out of three ain't bad. So let's go home declaring or choose the mantra, letting the whole world know to whom we belong, lock, stock, and barrel. As one strong and confident voice, in God's eyes, I'm not what I do. I'm not what I have. I'm not what people say about me. I am the beloved of God. That's who I am. No one can take that from me. I don't have to worry. I don't have to hurry. I can trust my friend Jesus and share his love with the world. Amen. Now, my people, let's go out and do just that now. Share Christ's amazing love and friendship with those we meet so that they too can come to know and love him like we do. Much love. And the postscript for today comes from 1 Corinthians 13, 4 and says, Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. And that's the gospel truth, friends. Meaning that when we have love, then we can live a godly life much better than if we don't have it. So please, let's get out there and get love. And love only comes from Jesus. So to get love, we have to start living for Jesus. And we pray that we'll do that in his mighty name. Amen. Please have a blessed Tuesday, my people. Much love.